0: Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex. My name is Michael Mansur. I'm joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Alexander Voltz. Say hello. Hello.
1: I bought a headache today. You bought... I bought a headache.
0: That is a lyric from the band we're talking about today, which is...
1: The Replacements.
0: This is Every Album Ever, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. It is a new discography per episode. And today, like Alex just said, we were talking about The Replacements. This has been on our to-do list for for a how many weeks or months
1: it might have might have actually been since we started i think so the I th- podcast i think
0: it's like before episode one this has been Beca- we,
1: yeah because uh born in minnesota minnesota,
0: minnesota.
1: so uh mm-hmm.
0: that, that sounded more like yiddish or dutch than.
1: <laughs> uh, it's almost the same thing so uh yeah it's like minnesota has prince but we have the replacements mm. and we have Husker do.
2: Oh, yeah. So
1: I felt it was uh, my my duty
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to
1: uh, to one day talk about the replacements. In Hus- extreme detail. In extreme detail. Album by
0: album. Uh, if you uh, want to share this, tell a friend, you know, like, subscribe, leave comments, all the things that would help us a lot. You could send everything you want. Uh Wait, I got, I get, I got sky fucked up. I just screwed up my own plug. You can do all those things. And then also <laughs> a, a separate action of yours. You can send a suggestion for an artist. You like, you would like us to talk about, or you have any kind of feed. I don't care, dude. Just send everything you want to every album ever at gmail.com. Uh, we saw Mr. Bungle last
1: night. I think that scrambled. Both dude, our brains
0: We're different men because who I would never in my wildest dreams thought I would ever be able to see Mr. Bungle
1: uh, ever. That's pretty much since I've had memories they haven't played shows pretty so, much yeah. yeah
0: yeah they broke up uh, about 20 years ago we stopped playing shows about 20 years ago and I discovered them this is nothing nothing to do with the replacements but we're excited this is fresh in our brains let us let, just fucking let, let us do the splits yeah uh, man uh, i got into them i don't know, maybe 10 years ago something like that and you know disco volante just changed my life like it just made me reevaluate every genre
1: i remember when i was uh cleaning cleaning house with cds and i i gave you the uh all of them yeah yeah all of them
0: all the, all the bungalows uh uh i'd already ha- like heard them but having them is a different story having them is different yeah, it's nice you, to have
1: you're one of the few people left who still appreciates cds so uh, i
0: it's not because they're uh a well-aged it's a medium.
1: Sl- they're convenient. They're tiny.
0: Exact, exactly all that. And you could skip tracks unlike tapes. And those are coming back for some fucking... I, know, re- yeah. I don't
1: fucking understand that.
0: Don't understand that. Uh, but also, you can uh, listen to our replace... Not Yeah, we're back to replacements. This is so jarring. Uh, <laughs> our replacements playlist on Spotify. You can find links at com as well as the descriptions of wherever you're listening or watching. And there's a, there's a playlist associated with every single episode that we've done. So please... Go listen to those uh, Instagram. Can find me at Pope Justin Alex at Mother Puncture. Uh, okay. We should jump into it. We're we're, we're fucking speeding through this shit.
1: Yeah, I know this is going quick.
0: Uh I always feel like I'm forgetting something. I'll remember later when it's too late. Uh but fuck it. Why not? Oh, okay. Personal backstory with the uh, placements. What's, what's what is your how have you been a fan, or how long have you been a fan, or are you a fan?
1: Yeah, so I wouldn't call myself a huge replacement fan. I basically only like listen to these two records. If you're watching the video, uh, yep,
0: yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's that is uh, for listeners. Let it be and pleased to meet me.
1: And um, yeah, it's this always been one of those bands where like I want to sit down and give them the proper time. I don't want to like throw it on in the background. And this podcast was the perfect excuse to do that with many bands.
2: Mm-hmm. Many. So,
1: uh, yeah, I remember I like a friend who listened to them in high school and I just didn't like pay them too much mind. And then the person or the band, the band. Okay. And now I don't pay the person much mind. No uh, yeah. And then one day, I forget how I heard uh, Satisfy. Was, was, was it in the
0: movie Airheads starring Brendan Fraser, Steve Buscemi, and Adam Sandler? No,
1: it wasn't. Are you sure? I'm that's why I first heard it. Really? Oh, fuck I yeah. I didn't even know that was in oh, Airheads. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. One day, whatever. <laughs> it's, One a good day, ass <laughs> it's a good-ass movie. It's a good-ass movie. It's a good-ass song. One day I heard it. This hit me in the feels. It yeah, just, oh, like, yeah. fucked me I'm up. So
3: yeah, um, I'm so
1: Yeah. Um
3: am Sorry.
1: And then, yeah, and also I think I was, like, in an airport after that, like, in Minnesota, and it was, like, a this skimping through a book, like, famous bands from Minnesota, and, like, there aren't any, and then it was, like, The Replacements yep. and Husker Do.
0: And you got a, yeah, Atmosphere. He's from Minneapolis. Atmosphere. Actually, he cites The Replacements quite a bit, and, it, like, I'm sure it's f- fucking exclusively because they're from Minnesota,
1: because... yeah. I don't hear a whole
0: lot of uh, replacements in Atmosphere's music. To be personally,
1: I don't hear it. <laughs> well, I'm sure they like, you know, laid down the groundwork for some uh, DIY. Yeah, yeah, they their stuff. They began
0: with the punk scene. First album uh, overview for all their albums. It's uh, seven albums. Uh, I'm gonna be talking about the Stinky EP, if that's okay with you.
1: The the what? The Stink EP. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. So
0: so seven albums, one EP, pretty much. Uh, First album was in 1981. The last one was in 1990. Is that all correct? I'm not looking at my notes. That's all memory. Okay. Yes. So they they started out with the punk scene. Uh,
1: Form 79.
0: Yeah, that's about as punk as it gets.
1: Yeah. Called Uh, uh, Dog Breath. Dog. God damn it. It's fucking stupid.
0: Okay. (laughs) I didn't know that.
1: So also, this band is kind... They are like addicts and alcoholics i and yeah. that's a theme that continues throughout most of their career
0: so i've been a fan of theirs for a long long time and i i listened to more than you but not the whole discovery thing. I did deep mm-hmm. dive and uh i discovered just didn't discover them i was i was told to buy their album by my brother like he said like he buy this album. Does. yeah and it wasn't like he was a fan and then i i got it by he was like you you buy this album. I don't mm-hmm. want to buy it. You buy this album. You listen to this band. And I was like, oh, all right. So I did. I bought that little album, I Let It Be, over there. And uh, it was at an impression wage. was like 13, 13 years old, which is like,
1: dude, I wish. Uh, no, I'll save it for the anyways. But
0: it was like you know, prime angsty. What am I? What's happening to my body and my life? Kind of years. And this, uh, you know, the band holds a place in my heart. And I, I did a lot of not a lot of reading, but I did uh, read their chapter on their chapter in our band could be your life mm-hmm. and it's devastating
1: i don't is it shit? i
0: for i forgot a lot of it but it's one of the most heartbreaking band stories i've ever heard this is fuck man it's and, and by by the the, the the end of this discography i'm listening to the last album like it's that that lingering knowledge is kind of like bleeding into me listening to the album sure. i'm getting sadder as i'm listening mm-hmm. to the album uh but Fascinating band, good band, uh, influential, but people probably don't know them by name.
1: No, for sure they don't.
0: They sound like a lot of things people tried to be.
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, on quite on quite a few notes I wrote. Sound sounds know, like X Y Z. Sounds yeah.
0: like someone who made more money than they did. Yes. But most definitely, yes. Uh, so let jump. Let's jump into it. Let's do it.
1: Alright well, Fuck it, let's do it huh? So, <laughs> 1981 Sorry Ma, forgot to take out the trash
3: That is
0: pretty hardcore I mean it's not hardcore hardcore But it's Parker Plunk. Qualifies. This
1: album is such a, a joy to listen to Fantastic
0: album One thing that strikes me immediately uh, is that it is hardcore, it's hardcore chord changes, it's hardcore energy, hardcore yelling, but two guitars being two guitars, they're not just all over each other. There's one in each ear, you can hear what they're doing, They, they play with different interplay stuff as the album goes on, and the bass player
1: knows how to play a little bit. Yeah, for being uh, drunk a lot. Yep. They're real solid on these.
0: All uh, right. Yeah, fast, uh, yeah uh, real, real drunk uh, for sure. But solid. Yeah,
1: indeed. Real good. Uh, like you said, the two guitars, I feel like you get some unique uh, solos that you don't normally hear in punk music. Um, yeah, it's it was, especially
0: in 81, Real uncommon to hear two guitars playing two different things.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, West Westernberg's or Westerberg, Westerberg, yeah. Uh, Paul Westerberg,
0: singer, guitarist, uh, main dude, pretty much. Yeah,
1: yeah, I love I love his vocals. Oh, yeah, they're they're phenomenal. actually they're not as like on the verge of cracking and breaking on this album as we'll see later on. Yeah, but they're still so real good. The members
0: who was it formed by we we just kind of glossed over that
1: oh shit so damn i don't even know if i wrote those down so paul westenberg is
0: westerberg i'm gonna keep w- correcting you yeah yeah please <laughs> do
1: is the main guy and then is there someone it's named his- bob Sitson?
0: uh spell that
1: s-t-i-n-s-o-n
0: uh Stinson? Oh that's Stinson? the bass player. That's that's the dude who is crazy, crazy druggy. His second
1: guitar player. Second wait. What? He was the second. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. okay yeah. yeah. So He's Our, the, he's lead. Okay. And then uh his brother his, Tommy, his little brother, right? Is the bass player. Like much younger brother. Yeah, and yeah. then Chris Mars for the drums, but we'll go through some uh lineup changes yeah, yeah. and but, I, I did write those down, but I did not write the uh
0: Okay. So you didn't, uh that's pretty important though just Paul bringing in his little brother.
1: Well yeah they formed without uh they were a band before Yeah. Uh what Paul wait Westerberg Before Westerberg yeah. joined. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't know yeah that. yeah, that's when they were like dog breath and then they um, Oh, he's like,
0: "You know what? First things first, who came with that name? I'm going to murder you."
1: Well, he kind of like, yeah, put him in line because like I said they're Alcoholics and it was like the music was an afterthought. It was like, oh, well, we can get together and say we're playing in a band, but we're just used it as an excuse oh, to get dude, drunk. Yeah. And then uh I'm sure there was some drug usage, and uh Paul was the one who like, no, we gotta play this till it sounds good, even if we're drunk.
0: Even if we're drunk, we're not gonna stop drinking. We're not
1: gonna that'd be absurd. It's that'd ridiculous. Be ridiculous.
0: How dare How dare you even Bad than that i'm not a
1: commie <sighs>
0: Jesus Christ, man so i don't remember how old tommy was but i remember he was super young like didn't he- way younger than he should be playing in a band with his older brother doing drugs
1: yeah also i might be wrong didn't he isn't he the one who wrote i hate music i don't know but I do remember that song. I might be wrong. I think, like, he's the one who wrote I Hate Music, and it was just because he was, like, so young, and he. Mm-hmm. And even though there's a lot of dicking around in this band.
0: There's it, a lot of dicking around in the band.
1: But, yeah, it's like he wants to be with people his own age, and he just... <laughs> uh, that's
0: sad, because <laughs> I know he brought him in the band uh, to keep him out of trouble, pretty much, because... Mm-hmm.
1: And, and they are trouble. <laughs> and
0: that's what made me the most sad. It's like, he... Brought his little brother to join the band to keep him out of trouble, and then everything went to shit. Yeah, and all the drugs, all the booze. Mm-hmm. It's fucking depressing.
1: Yeah, ah, uh, but good album, great good, album, real good album. Uh, kind of reminds me of a Black Flag, which we did a few episodes ago, episode 24. And yes. uh, yeah, where it's like they're real good at punk music, but they're this destined to do. Yeah. Other things you can
0: hear it already. You can, yeah uh, Well, what's what's one what I'm thinking of? Uh I can't read this fucking font. Kick your door down. Sounds like
1: so sh- wrote that as a standout track. It's
0: beautiful, but it sounds like you know, later era replacements. It sounds like a, like one of their what the the sound they're known for. Mm-hmm. Uh sore thumb on this album it doesn't make any sense with this album, but it's fucking great.
1: Yeah, kick your door down also sounds like it's from the perspective of like a shitty dad or mm-hmm. stepdad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that is a real angsty song. Auto, super fucking fun. Punk oh right. track. I don't know why punks don't latch more to that song because it's like what what else do you guys want for I don't
0: know. It's a weird community. it's I'm not as snarly and it's it's
1: I'm very gonna, pretty. I'm play it for You're the good. uh Like, it's so perfect for... Yeah,
0: I think...
2: <sighs>
1: it's,
0: it's a cool song. Yeah, yeah it's, it's... Yeah, I did that. Uh, you know, it doesn't... I feel like... Uh, I mean, 81 is also a year where things were getting real aggressive and chaotic. And mm-hmm. this isn't that aggressive. <laughs> this is still pretty... It's, it's chaotic, like,
1: but it's not overtly aggressive.
0: It would be like... um, I think it, w- it would... It makes... A lot of sense in 1980 or 1979, and it sounds like the difference between 80 and 81 is profound in mm-hmm. the punk scene. Like it's not, it's just one year, but the the difference is is pretty huge. Uh, 81 was already 81 is damaged from Black Flag. Yeah. That's that's 81. Yeah, 80 is uh shit. I'm 80 is a fucking um Los Angeles from X. Okay, so you see those? So, like oh yeah, that's huge, huge. Yeah, in style, it's huge difference in style. Um and maybe, maybe that's why I didn't latch on, I don't know. But uh you hear, especially with the guitars, a lot of very interesting harmony stuff, a lot mm-hmm. of things way more uh impressive, uh, not just because they were hammered, but uh yeah, it's a, it's like they didn't want to be a punk band, but they just happened to be playing it at the time.
1: Yeah, and I guess we'll talk about that mm-hmm. later. Um
0: uh I don't want to gloss over too much Westerberg's voice. Uh fuck, man, he's got a real... He's not a technically amazing singer. He hits the right notes, but uh, there's something wonderful about certain voices where there's nothing you can do to make it different. It's just the way it sounds naturally. Yeah. When he gets up there, it's just a very, very heart-wrenching howl.
1: Really someone who like... Uh, this is a cliche comment, but whatever. This fucking wears his heart on his sleeves and you can feel that mm-hmm. in his vocals for sure.
0: There's a um, this is going to be a little bit of a, a fucking diatribe on the side, but uh, I was uh, doing this, this open mic a while back and this guy goes up. He's this, uh, I don't know how to describe him other than like an artsy nerdy black guy where he's he like, like, where he's like small skinny dark rimmed glasses. Uh, he didn't have a septum piercing, but you can imagine him having <laughs> one. Uh, and he goes up and he, he's, he's got this fucking amazing voice, like this unique, uh smoky sounding, interesting voice. Of course, he's a great singer, but the tone of his voice is like he sounds decades older than he was. And it's a very, very cool voice. Then he has a friend of his go on later on, who technically was way better, doing all, doing all this crazy R and shit, but his voice was not sure. that interesting. And I'm sorry, but that's just it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't feel the same. But it's not good. It's not as good uh, to me because there's something about uh, just a very unique sounding voice in Westerberg for sure he's he's got something like that, Yeah, that's my little rant
1: yep uh hanging hanging downtown that uh that song takes me back, not that I listened to it when I was younger, but I'm <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I remember taking longer bus routes just to hang out with my friends, uh, yeah. and especially when says repeats bus stop bus stop it's like yeah, yeah, I've been, mm. I've been there. This fucking
2: goddamn.
0: I mean, they're they're kids, and yeah. we we we've all been there. Yeah, maybe not everyone in the world, but us people who lived in who grew up in the cities and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I do think it kind of peers out toward the end, and it's long. It's surprisingly long for a punk album and for a replacement album.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, still reasonable. Thirty seven minutes is not okay. Yeah, it's not long, yeah. but for a
0: punk album, yeah, pretty long, but. Whatever it's there's like there's a lot of songs in there that I that were like
1: yeah, fuck. Johnny's gonna die.
0: Uh, is that one of the? Oh wait, I think I actually like that
1: one a lot. Yeah, that's a it, real good song. That's wait. Oh.
0: That's is that one of the more uh, pretty later era Sonic replacement songs?
1: Uh, I'll play it right put, now. Put on a little bit. Of that. Johnny's gonna die. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Fuck. Great guitar. riff mm-hmm. Solid, solid bass,
0: man. This is, I love this extra because that bass line. It's two notes. That it is what you call a major second. And if you're doing music theory, oh, that's a cool. Vocal okay, uh, yeah, that's a that's a major second, which is a full step on a guitar or a piano, whatever. And I hate that progression. I hate just those. Uh, uh, one full step back and forth. I hate that because it's usually, every time I've heard it, it's like not only is it the most predictable thing in the fucking world, hmm. but very few artists do anything with it. This one makes it kind of, makes it sad. Yeah. Naturally, a major second doesn't sound sad, but because of all the things happening in the background, the vocal line, the guitar lines, it's, it feels fucking melancholic and it's beautiful.
1: Love it. It's always funny to me songs like that. How you can technically break it down, like why it works, but it's like, of course, they weren't thinking about it. Nope, them. nope, they're just I, talented. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it so. It's always like real interesting to me when bands kind of like stumble onto these things, have since. sense.
0: Yeah, and that's and it. Goes to show, man, don't go to school for music, <laughs> like, fucking nay, dude, like you some people just have a knack for, for melody and for things that if it sounds good, then use it. Uh, you don't need to know all this, all this theory stuff. Like it, it, some people, it helps. It never helped me. I've been writing before I learned how to read. And then I forgot how to read and I still write. Uh, so if it helps cool, but, uh, just try it, try it without it. Try it. See if it works. You can save a lot of time. (laughs) Uh, I guess Uh, we'll talk a little bit about, about stink. We don't have to, I mean, you could put it on the opening track. Okay, I'll put it on the. Fuck that. it, oh, Stinky P. It's the thing came out came out right after 1982.
1: I don't have album art artwork for this. So. Uh, let's just all right, do a little real bit. Quick. Yeah, doesn't matter.
0: Hello? Oh yeah, this intro
1: is very the Minneapolis
0: stupid.
3: Minneapolis police, the party is over. <laughs>
1: very Minnesota. <accent. laughs> it's
3: so Minnesota. <laughs> If y'all just grab your stuff and leave, there won't be any hassle. He's the nicest cop. The party's been closed. <laughs> the party is over with, grab your stuff and go. and then nobody goes to jail.
0: And this song is incredible. Uh, Great, great guitar lines. Again, still very replacements. Yeah. Uh, But it still has a lot of the aggression left over from the first album. Okay. Uh, That's a fucking amazing song. And this EP, I think, is definitely worth checking out. It's super short, obviously. It's six, seven songs. No, it's seven songs, I think. Or eight songs. Who cares? Good EP. Um, I actually, I think I actually bought this as a standalone when I was a younger, younger, younger fellow. Mm-hmm. And it's still has all the hardcore energy for the most part is the, the first album, but more melodic, better production. Um, and like, just, just for the songs, uh, the, that opening track "Kids don't follow and the song go, which is another one that sounds like a ballad from the later era. Um, there's other songs that I, I'm, Blinking on the names of them but it's really good not all the songs are winners but check it out for sure all right that's my 50 little minutes of your time yeah it's it's if you like replacements
1: you will almost definitely like the cp so next album 1983's hoot nanny
3: hoot nanny and E. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
2: this song
1: (laughs) i initially was this like (laughs) i was like okay it's an okay
3: It's it's a
0: joke this is a joke song for sure i mean a lot of songs in
1: here are joke songs
0: for okay for the listener what's the following track
1: The following Okay So Because this is This
0: is is all that That's that opening track
1: Okay So the follow up Is this Run it
0: Now this sounds more like an opening track
1: Yeah Way more like an opening track This is probably like The most punk replacement song Yeah Real messy
0: Okay, so that's one thing I think is pretty consistent with this album. Messy.
1: Yes, and at yeah, I, like I said, first listen, I was like, it's an okay album, but second and third, third being like minutes before. we Yeah, I, it. I
0: walked in and uh, it was on. Yeah.
1: Um, I like it a lot. Really? It's, it's real. It's real adventurous. I think the first listen, I was like, it's too all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then listening to it i'm like no these are some great songs Mm -hmm. um there's like a song where they have an electronic drum track for some reason yeah i fucking hate that
0: sound but i i appreciate the song
1: and yeah i just think uh it's definitely an album that i would recommend people if it doesn't get you first time please listen to it
0: again i i, I will second everything alex just said first couple times like uh fuck man i this is such a letdown compared to the first album it's jokey all it's so much jokey yeah. all jokey uh a bunch of country western inspired stuff that's just like it just misses it for me and i don't mm. like it at all but they're well written upon repeated listens and you th- feel how much fun they're having having yes it's yes. super endearing
1: yeah especially like retrospectively like i came back to this album after listening to the whole discography and like i this really appreciate it having known what's ahead this is a real good e- well well we're it's an ep uh this that yeah. was a full length i think it's an ep oh no this is an album oh shit okay yeah. my bad my bad why did i think it was an ep what that's a big ass ep if that's what i up? mean it's
0: still sh- short shorter than m- most albums probably what is it like 30 minutes
1: you know we did the repl- or the minute and that's just screwed up my sense of what albums and eps
0: Dude, it's such a loose definition
1: uh it's like fair use if you're watching on
0: youtube we've been going through some shit with the music yeah <laughs> uh yeah very very loosely defined um I thought it was like, it's not very consistent, but it's still, I don't know. You got to be in the mood for it. You can't listen to it. Like, I think it was poor, Uh, not poor. I think it was like, it was not in my best interest to listen to this directly after the first album or mm-hmm. anyone's really, because it sounds nothing like it. If you want more of the first album, you're not getting it here. No. Um. So I, I think you going back after the end was, that's ideal uh, yeah. or uh, listening to it with like I don't even want to say you shouldn't. You shouldn't start here either. It's listen. <laughs> you gotta be. You have to be a fan already for like a little bit, and then go back to it.
1: Listen to the first two replacement or the last, the very last two replacement albums, and then, then yeah,
0: yeah, that's ideal. And we'll accept no other way to do it. Uh, um, it, it's that's such a fucking weird recommendation because it's a good album, but it's it's not gonna gel with you probably first at first.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just. And I think this is definitely a reaction to being like fed up with the punk scene and all that and That's it, quick
0: too. I mean this is 83. There's a lot it, of hardcore still it, happening.
1: Yeah, it's just like okay, fuck you guys. We're going to open with Hoot Nanny. Yeah. We're going to
3: call Hoot <laughs> oh, Nanny.
1: Uh yeah, we're going to fucking name it after that like they just this is probably like the stupidest thing. <laughs> in hindsight they could have done like yeah and i'm just not i'm not talking about musically i'm just talking about for their careers oh yeah Yeah. probably the stupidest thing they could have done well at least they weren't
0: sober that's for uh, sure
1: yeah so uh bless their hearts though for making it though yeah because uh retrospectively they got it all back but at the time yeah and then yeah, you got like uh Mr. Whirly where it's like kind of a Beatles cover song.
0: Oh yeah, it's like it's like several Beatles songs in one with different lyrics.
1: Yeah. Run a little
0: bit of that because
1: uh, here we go. It's so confusing to me. <laughs>
0: I love how it just seems out of tune. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And then later on, little more things happen that are Beatles-esque. Yeah, they just keep throwing Beatles sections into that song from different Beatles songs. Very fun. Overall, I think it's more fun than like a really good album. Mm. Yeah. But uh, it's still interesting. Um, Again, don't start here. (laughs) Let's... Move on to the next. This is the one. This is the one everyone knows. Uh, sh- we'll get into the title yes. <laughs> after we start, but this is 1984. Let it be. Every time I hear this song, a part of me changes. Yeah. If I hear it on the radio, I'm all of a sudden in a good mood. And I don't listen to the radio, but like, if I'm around a radio, sure, I'm going to shut up. His voice is getting a little bit more uh, heartfelt, more raspy. Yes. Yeah. That bass line, dude.
3: That's just
0: such an interesting bass line.
1: Uh, let's talk. Nothing controversial <laughs> here. Best personal favorite.
0: Best personal favorite.
1: And I didn't fucking want to. I didn't want to. God damn it. No.
3: no. I really
0: didn't want to. And it came down to the wire. <laughs> I almost didn't give it best. Mm-hmm. Uh, It was always going to be my personal favorite because this is the first album I heard when I was 13 years old. Mm -hmm. It changed me and it holds up so well. It holds up so goddamn
1: well. Yeah, there's a reason it's considered a classic. Um, I, earlier when you were talking about like you had this album when you were younger, I really, really wish I had this album when I was younger because it's so perfect. Even like as an adult, like even though i didn't wasn't listening to it as a teenager like even listening to it now some of like the lyrics Mm -hmm. much like i said earlier on um hanging downtown like the lyrics just kind of take me take me back and remind me of very specific scenarios Mm -hmm. and yeah so any any young young men watching this podcast or uh I have like nephews or godsons. I'm giving them yeah. this album for their 13th birthday because it's
0: yeah, it's they're wonderful.
1: It's so it does such a good job of like encapsulating it in like a real, real way, not like something like the who's like, I hope I die before I get old. That's a little mellow dramatic. Yeah, still a fun song, but this is like, man, this is real this is this is real shit mm-hmm. and his voice is the perfect vehicle to like, yeah. convey the lyrics
0: man i am so like the highs because i don't think this is a perfect album and it's the reason why i didn't want to give it best is because the cover of black diamond from kiss i could do without
1: oh i love that it's a fi- that. it's a
0: fine cover but uh it doesn't do that much yeah. from the original it's
1: It continues the trend of I don't like KISS, but a lot of bands I like cover KISS. You don't like KISS? No. If they didn't have a million albums, maybe I would change. Uh, You know. Or maybe way down the line when we do two-parters. Yeah,
0: because early KISS is pretty good. I think Harder Than Hell, I think, is a fucking great album. Okay. I think that's my favorite. But uh, also... Uh, Gary's Got a Boner, not for me, and 16 Blue, fucking not for me.
1: I I, I wrote like almost notes for every song I'm uh-huh. going to try to. Okay, get, so let's so start with Gary's Got a Boner because. I love Gary's Got a Boner. I hate it. Why do you love it? Because like as men, as boys, we've all been there. We've all gotten a boner at the worst fucking time. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like no, I don't, I don't know if any other artist has like wrote a song. It's such a specific thing that no one is talking about that I feel needs to be talked about. <laughs> how uncomfortable and frustrating that is as a young man to it's, just get a a, a boner out is, of nowhere. It is the
0: worst thing. You're right. You know what? You're right. No one talks enough about how how much. Uh, I lived in fear every single day of my life from ages uh 12 to how 26 uh, that I'm gonna get a, a hard on at the worst dude. Uh, in in the middle school and high school, I refused uh to dress for gym. Because, oh yep yep. Because you had to wear shorts that were if you got a hard on, everyone knows. And uh, it's the uh... I failed gym in every year. <laughs> You know how easy it is to pass gym? <laughs> it's like, you show the fuck up. That's, that's all you gotta do. And because I never dressed for it, I never went when I did. I never, okay, I never went. And when I did go, I didn't, I didn't dress for it. Uh, I failed every single time. Huge. And I always look at other, other boys mm-hmm. and they'd be wearing the, the shorts. And I said, how the fuck do you do it? Am I the only one who just gets fucking hard ons all the time?
1: I, for, I forget what movie it was. Maybe it was Super Bad. They're like in gym and someone's talking, and they're like, just went from six o'clock... Yeah, oh, yeah, this went from six o'clock to 12 o'clock, where uh, you just flip it, it in the waistband.
0: I bed. learned that later in life, as I'm sure most I mean, men <laughs> did.
1: Even then, it's like a dead giveaway.
0: I mean, yeah, there's just one low... At least it's not fucking stick shooting out,
1: you know? Uh, so glad I could change your mind. Th- on well, that. That <laughs> I, l- <laughs> Lyrically, stand by. Okay. Okay, but... Uh
0: step Musi- by musically. musically I don't care for it's just rock and roll pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary's
1: got a boner. Yeah. Gary's got
0: it. Yeah. Uh 16 Blue is oh, so again, obnoxiously boring compared to every other song.
1: Again, like, man, I just think Paul is that good at, at lyrics. Again, I think it's just a very real song. This is fucking like you're like sexually frustrated um it's like the strongest urge a person is ever gonna have to have sex probably but you're so inexperienced mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's cruel <laughs> it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. cruel Insane. <laughs> hum- uh. being a human is insane yeah um, yeah and yeah this again like To be talking about that Mm -hmm. and it's it's so real and it's not really something that's pointed out too much uh it's also
0: not a very uh it's not a very this is gonna sound like is a weird word to use but it's not a very sexy thing to talk about no no it's it's, not yeah it's it's all it's unflattering and awkward Mm -hmm. and uh that that all immediately makes you want to like it even if you don't love the music It makes you want to like it at least. Yeah, that goes a long way.
1: Yeah, and he has the uh, a good quote about that song where he says, uh, "If you, if you, I think he was talking about it like retroactively, like later in his life. He's like, if you fit in perfectly when you're a teenager, I think you're gonna be a fucked up adult. Like the cheerleaders, the quarterbacks, Mm. they get married real quick, they have kids, and they work for a refrigerator company.
0: I would rather die right now (laughs) than be anywhere close to
1: that." And then he talks about how if you're kind of messed up, you kind of, you'll appreciate your adulthood a little more, You be a little more well-adjusted. You don't think things should be given to you. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's, uh, that's, uh, again, I don't, I feel like our demographic for this podcast is married women for whatever reason. <laughs>
2: You're not
1: wrong. They've been the most (laughs) supportive. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, as always. Thank you. Thank you, Ariana and Connie and Paula and like you guys are the best. So that's like a Democrat. But if there's any young men listening to that, or not even young men, just like anyone who feels out of place, and when you're younger, like that's such a comforting message. Like it sucks right now, but like you're gonna be all right as an adult, hopefully.
0: Hopefully. Yeah.
1: Really hopefully. Are you going to be doing a podcast in your bedroom? <laughs> uh, you
0: know, you, you could also do that. Hey, we're okay, god damn it. Uh, but back to the things I do love about this album. Most of it, pretty much, I mean, god damn, like um there's just little little flares like uh in favorite favorite thing, the the, the second track. Um there's just a guitar the guitar line in I don't know, the right ear, I don't know who's playing it. Uh You know what? I I'm gonna okay. Yeah, put it on. I'm gonna describe it like like shit.
1: Uh, In real time.
0: Not the rhythm guitar. Listen to the lead guitar. (laughs) On your right ear if you're listening with headphones.
1: I love the way they play
0: off
2: each other too. Yeah.
0: i love that so much okay uh it's just it's so subtle he's no none of them are doing leads at the same time as each other mm-hmm. it's always trading off it's very smart it's very well done and it's also really easy to listen to so even though there's a lot of uh there's some there's some complexity here with guitars it's all so damn accessible mm-hmm. i can't imagine people it's, listening to this and not enjoying it i can't imagine anyone it's, not enjoying this
1: it's weird Cause to me it does the perfect job of being weird and accessible at the same time. Cause I feel like there's this people think it's one or the other, but this album does both.
0: Yeah. You know, you can definitely be complex while still being accessible. It's just, there's no, I couldn't tell you being a, a songwriter for my whole life. I couldn't tell you how mm-hmm. or why or what makes it. It just, sometimes you don't realize that it's in an odd time signature. Mm-hmm. And when it is, and, other times you can't pay attention to anything other than that. It's in an <laughs> odd type signature. It's just, it's, it's unusual how music works. But uh, we're coming out. It's a fucking hardcore song with a goddamn piano the, breakdown yeah, in the middle yeah. of it. I love it's it. fucking so good. It's
1: so good. I love it. Uh, seeing your video, they were like yep. very anti music video. And so that's like anti MTV song. It's mostly instrumental,
0: too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really, not, it's it's not really until good. the
1: end. It's. Yeah. I, I think every song, unlike Mike, I think every song on here is fucking...
0: I think all, I mean, just the Black Diamond feels like, like a wasted spot to me also, and then the other two I just...
1: Also, I feel like because they come from like the hardcore community, I love the contradiction of a... Because I know much like the Minutemen, they would play cover songs to piss off the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, what a better band cover than an overproduced <laughs> amusement park guys <laughs> in makeup. Like what a, you couldn't pick a more opposite band yeah, to cover in front of punk. punks. You know,
0: I get covering kiss. That's cool. But that's the thing. This album doesn't sound like a punk album. So it doesn't, it doesn't strike me as that, uh, antagonistic. Mm-hmm. It just seems like, Oh, they just decided to cover it because it fits in. Yeah. Stylistically. Black Diamonds is a pretty good song regardless. Um, Oh, also
1: the album title. Oh, so,
0: yeah. What the fuck? Dude,
1: the ball, the balls on
0: these kids. Who the fuck do they think they are?
1: I love it because um, lots of times on this podcast, me and you, I don't feel like we've ever addressed this, but I feel like it's appropriate to talk about it now. Like, I do my best not to have any like sacred cows on this show. Yeah. And we get hate. And I, I feel like you do the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. no one is too sacred to us. We've put Jimi Hendrix on blast, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that's kind of what they're doing with calling this album Let It Be. There's, there's like nothing is sacred, nothing
0: and and the like to, to name your album after a Beatles album already, it's it's the most bold and kind of stupid thing, mm-hmm. but the fact that this album became a is, classic, um, yeah. unbelievable, it's like. The, the, the audacity would be enough for people to ignore even if it was good. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it, it is embraced as well as it also being really good. that's I, I I don't, mean, I'm baffled by that.
1: It's probably <laughs> more loved than the Beatles. Yeah, that's, be. like,
0: that's like the least loved Beatles album, though. Our one
1: that? a, uh, that's a different podcast. Yeah, probably. Androgynous. One of the sweetest, saddest songs. Dude,
0: I have sung along that song hundreds of times. It's like a Randy Newman song. It's it awesome
1: but about like gender confusion and it's fucking great. It's, it's beautiful. Like girl
0: wearing pants, guy wearing a skirt. It's a, it's, it's so fucking nice.
1: So good. And the way
0: it's recorded, it's, it's so hissy, like an old record kind of not Mm. quite, but it's, it sounds like it was recorded in like an alley, uh, really raw sounding. There's a bunch of like, just things that would have been removed in more, uh, mainstream or commercial, albums uh it's just lovely yeah. lovely and his voice on it it's like he's not the best singer it doesn't matter though no, he you doesn't just, need to be you feel it god damn it you feel
1: it yeah it's this everything start to finish i uh, wrote for satisfied and even though we talked about unsatisfied it, or unsatisfied mm-hmm. um i i'm like this is what like rem should sound like every every time and for sure REM loves this self. Oh, like Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. no way. Um
0: uh, Unsatisfied is like their most famous song. Yeah. I think by far their most famous song. It's the one that gets you. I mean, with good reason, it's real good. Mm-hmm. Real good. But uh in terms of like b- destroying my entire soul, answering machine.
1: Answering machine, yeah. Destroys my yeah. soul. Yeah. I,
0: I have a hard time listening to that song because of how it, I don't have anything attached to it personally, mm-hmm. but just how sad the song is! It's just him and an electric guitar, not an acoustic, fucking yeah. cliche, sappy kind of thing. Just Westerberg, electric guitar, howling about how he doesn't want to talk to an answering machine when he misses someone. Like
1: it's such it's, a weird, uh, like character quirk. Like he's like, I'd this rather have the fucking phone ring yeah. forever. Like I can't imagine what the dude thinks about like social media and like where we're at now yeah. because he was like, I just fucking hate technology. <laughs> uh, I, uh, he must be living in a nightmare world mm-hmm. right now if he hates <laughs> machines. It's funny how uh,
0: certain songs on this album will come up in like the most random parts in the world for me. And uh, I remember, uh, I think I was uh, oh, a couple of years ago, I, I went to hang out with like an old coworker in like, a pool hall or something like that, some bar. And I was listening to, I, I hadn't heard this album in so long and I was listening to it on the way over to pick her up or whatever. And I was like, yeah, this, this album is fucking amazing. And then I, we get to the pool hall and then Answer Machine comes on on the radio. I was like, oh my God, the, the <laughs> world, the universe. Oh my God. But I didn't want to give it best because I still have problems with those three songs and I don't think it's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the highs on this album, they've Are never so been high. high. They're so high uh, that everyone should start here if they don't like this album, I couldn't imagine you not liking it, but if you don't, then don't listen to anything else. <laughs> You're done.
1: You're yeah. done. Excommunicado. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, where are we at now? Now we're at the following year, 1985, Tim. <laughs>
0: That production is a lot slicker already.
1: It is. It's yeah. kind of. This, like, loving Let It Be so much is kind of disheartening.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is.
1: And I'm not saying, like, Bang shouldn't evolve or change or embrace higher production, but it's just, like, something's missing. Yeah, yeah.
0: This isn't a, a terrible song, but boy, is it not <laughs> grabbing me. See, that's that's cool You still have a really cool style
1: His lyrics, I think Are killer until the end But it's just the way Elaborate a little bit Like, if you sit down And you just, like, read the lyrics Without listening to the songs I think they're still, like, extra clever Extra witty Mm -hmm. Uh, Is this One second uh yeah like this there's like a lot of like double tantras mostly about drugs and suicide oh boy. Uh, a lot of that so
0: what's going on with the band at this point
1: so at this point they're uh the most successful they yeah. i didn't i didn't get around to watching it although i wanted to they ended up being on snl but they're so fucking drunk it's supposed to be like one of the worst snl performances really? ever really yeah Oh no! So I'm definitely gonna look that up.
0: Everyone, watch that. Actually, how will SNL has like their clips locked,
1: or NBC? It's got to be somewhere. You can't. You can't keep anything off the internet. Well, the
0: thing is, because uh, that's how it was with Fear when they were on SNL. Mm-hmm. That clip is scrubbed. I don't know. Maybe not now, but a few years ago, like it was impossible to
1: find. If if it's not on YouTube, it's it's somewhere. It's somewhere. Uh, Someone
0: check the the dark web if you if
1: you have yeah. to. Uh, so this also produced by Tom, Mr. Tommy Ramone. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So legendary. Legendary. Le- Neil, ha- if Neil Hamburger
0: opened up for Mr. Bungle last night and it was phenomenal. If
1: you don't like Neil Hamburger, just stop watching. it. Mean, I don't, I don't want you.
0: Whoever doesn't like Neil Hamburger probably wouldn't
1: like us to begin with. That's
0: true. Yeah. I yelled at a guy yesterday because he was booing. Uh, It almost got ugly.
1: Legendary legendary. Tommy Ramone. This is the last album to have Bob on it. Bob Stinson. He's the guitar player. The guy who
0: was the most, he was the most druggie of all of them, right?
1: Yeah, it's kind of similar to like uh, Dave Mustaine being kicked out out of Metallica. Like, wow, you got to be a fuck up. (laughs) If the replacements, whoa, if the repla- whoa. if a bet, ba- and also with Mussain, if a band nicknamed Alcoholica kicks you out, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, this is the last album he's on. Um, it's this man, let it be this raw emotional gut punch, and something's kind of missing from here <laughs> yeah. on out in their career for sure. Um, <laughs> Swing and Party kind of talks about them being drunk.
0: I like that song.
1: It is a good. A it's, lot. it's one of the, uh, this is still a really like well-loved album. Yeah. It's still a good album. I'm just saying something's missing.
0: Well, because when I, when I first heard it, I really didn't like it. Uh, and th- I mean, this I first heard it doing for this episode. Uh, it was my worst for a while. I did, I really didn't like it. And then I went back and I was like, I can't know. Like, what, what's, the, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'll Buy? Mm-hmm. It's like a rockabilly kind of song, which I fucking normally don't care for. Love that song,
1: yeah. love it. It's yeah. it's got great
0: hooks. It's great.
1: I mean, Hoot Nanny tried to set you up for that.
2: I, they
0: they <laughs> they've been dabbling with rock and roll quite a bit, and I just sort of overlook it because of the the writing is good and their energy is always fun. Uh, it isn't. It never feels like they're just falling back on it because they got nothing else.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's still it's still well written. It's Still a good song.
1: But uh yeah, so they cite like they they have awful stage fright and that's part of why they like continued.
0: Oh, me too. Oh that's, god. Yeah, oh, you I should just get so wasted. I should just get wasted. You're right. Thank um, you, Alex.
1: Bastards of the young, you wanna talk about songs that are so comfortable they don't actually say uh, okay boomer but it's a very like fuck you boomer song uh, that
0: fucking okay boomer thing has already gotten under my skin so much and i don't like boomers okay i was raised by boomers i know i know exactly the i know I'm, what a boomer is i know what I'm, they fucking I'm, do. I'm just
1: saying they're the fucking fuck you boomer song whatever no i, uh, I agree i agree uh, though uh, um, <laughs> sorry mom <laughs>
0: not that sorry
1: but (laughs) left of the dial is probably their second biggest song and that's another double entendre where it's like a love letter to like college radio stations but also he likes some girl in a band Mm -hmm. so it's about both those things
0: uh, you're going to have to clear this up for me. Did Nirvana steal that fucking vocal line for all apologies? Oh, I because don't even, I don't. It sounds a lot. I mean, we've, we've already called Nirvana plagiarists on
1: this show before. That's another thing we get hatred for. Like, it's not. Listen, man. It's not. It's not even an opinion. They've. I band, didn't fucking steal it. be <laughs> oh, mad at me. Also, yeah. oh, like, if a band stole it, so fucking what? You like that song? Keep liking that song. Yeah, I, absolutely, I, dude.
0: I still listen to Bridge Over Troubled Water when you told me it was stolen. Yeah.
1: which broke my fucking heart. But I still love the song. Oh, that's like an eternity ago. That was uh, we,
0: that was Simon and Garfunkel so. <laughs> episode eight. That is our most popular episode by far. I by far like w- like. I mean, five times more popular than every other episode. Like it, literally five times.
1: It is me completely unhinged, which I've never <laughs> like. You let loose, Doug. Be it, more unhinged. Less but first your also, hinge. I want to be like honest. Like that came from a place of yeah, true hate. Yeah, true yeah. Vitriol. Uh so, Okay, so, so I'm we'll, going to play a little bit uh, I, left of the dial because uh, uh, I didn't notice. And well, listeners- I
0: lowered the volume. I uh, looked for it a little bit. Okay, so we can still talk while you while you look for it. Um, <clears throat> yeah the uh, main
1: the main course
0: yeah I believe so um, something about this is the first album where uh, Westerberg's vocals really lose a lot he's just kind of singing out there's no more uh, cracking there's no more raspiness where he's yeah. singing his fucking soul out
1: oh I think we took uh, wait
0: uh, hold on we're okay let's put some oh it is no, no no later on let's, uh, let's jump ahead a little bit Okay. A little bit more? No, jump more. You're not
1: talking about this?
0: Nope. All right. That sounds exactly like Nirvana already. Okay, back. We're, I'm going to stop lowering the volume. just so That already sounds like Nirvana, but that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. So do more.
1: It kind of sounds like he's the one who yeah. likes It someone. sounds
0: exactly like In Bloom. But this, for all apologies, not this. Uh, it's a vocal line. Really? I should have timed that my fucking fucking Uh Let it go a little bit <coughs>
1: The guitar solo No, no
0: It's the vocal line
1: Cause yeah I'm almost We're almost like No, that. I know I know Okay, It's toward the end Oh, well you should have said that I
0: probably right. should have said that I could have I, yeah, No, I could have done a lot of things better Should I Now keep going Keep going well, Shit I don't want to eat my own ass. I'm currently eating my ass. I I don't know exactly what it is. Good thing eating ass is there.
2: <laughs>
0: okay, so I'm lowering the volume. I'm going to look for it myself. Okay, yeah. You, you talk about the history. You talk about anything you want while
1: I look for this. Okay, so yeah. That song that uh, we just listened to, uh, double entendres all over the place. Um, Yeah, the opening song is kind of... Another double entendre about suicide and kind of flirting with fame a little bit. Found it. Found it. Found it. All
0: right, let's listen to what I believe is stolen. Man, I hope you're like, I hope you you don't agree at all so it'll make this all worth it. (laughs) That it's uh, it's just it's very subtle.
1: I don't hear it. You, you, I'm putting on all apologies. I've done it before, so okay. Another. How?
0: That's actually very funny that I, I was kidding when I said I hope you don't agree.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you actually don't agree.
2: Okay. Uh, the outro to all apologies. Okay. I hear what you're talking. You hear about. what I'm talking about? But
1: to me, it's so, I don't want to say generic. Uh, it's,
0: it's because he chose the same words mm-hmm. practically and then the same type of uh, rhythm, same type of rhythm, same type of melody. Uh, and I would be very surprised if Nirvana did not enjoy some replacements.
1: Oh, they probably uh it. For sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> i just say it's a little weird. Okay. Yeah. yeah for Coincidence, th- maybe? Huh?
1: For, for me, those two things were like on the Wipers episode. I'm like, that's straight fraud. See, this I, the way you feel about this is how I feel about that. Okay. And vice versa.
0: So I feel this is straight, straight fraud. Yeah. Whereas before I was like, that's uh, it's maybe he was just heavily influenced.
1: So yeah, I feel like this is more heavily so, influenced. Okay. All right. Bring on the hatred, motherfuckers. Yeah.
0: So that's that's this thing, the thing with a hatred with with a topic like this. They're technically agreeing with one of us.
1: Yeah. 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 That's the other thing. Some, some people will be like, you guys are kooks when they're clearly referencing one of us. Yeah. Yeah. Only one of us. <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking didn't say that, but I've,
0: I've yet. been described as a kook a couple of times in my life. Uh, it was also many other bad things, but let's move on to the next album. This is two years later. This is Please to meet me.
1: 1987, by the way, Uh, Get some volume on that bitch. Rockin'.
3: Yeah.
1: What's funny is they have a song called Nevermind on there. (laughs) They do. Stolen! Stolen! No, wasn't stolen.
0: That snare is snappy. This co-production is so crisp it's we in the 80s. I just peaked for sure by popping into the mic like an idiot.
1: <laughs>
0: so
3: this
1: is the only album recorded as a trio. All right, let's, uh, let's talk. Only album recorded as a trio. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, Mr. Bob Stinson is now gone. Yep. Too
0: drunk. Too drunk, they said.
2: Too this, too high,
0: they said. <laughs> um This was almost my best. This was really I, I was so I still kind of want to give it best because it's so consistent. It but is, it's, the highs don't reach let it be, though. That's why I can't. To
1: me, I didn't have, and even though I own it like even back then I didn't have like that aha moment with it yet. I just really enjoy it a lot.
3: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It's real real fucking good. The closest thing that uh the closest excuse me. The song that gets closest to reaching uh let it be levels for me is uh shit how do you, Alex Chilton. Ah! Oh, Alex Chilton. Also like so good. It's such a beautiful second track. It's perfect as the second track. It keeps up the energy. It's got this killer main riff
1: also for some reason i've been playing a lot of guitar hero lately how is that the only replacement song really that made it in like rock band and guitar hero like there's so many great so many so many and not, not to say alex Shilton isn't a great song but like why that one i think it's fucking. i think it's a great choice okay. you know personally
0: i think it's a okay. great okay. choice but no there are plenty of others that should have also made it uh
1: but And also, yeah, they're kind of like the big star of punk rock music, so it's only fitting that they have a, like, love letter song to the guy from Big Star.
0: Um... I not even I don't even know who that was.
1: It's Alex Schild. Yeah, I don't yeah. know the
0: guy's name. I don't know anything about the world. I'm a very sheltered individual. I have
3: no uh, idea.
1: Yeah, so we'll do like a big star episode one day. Man, that sounds like a good idea. Actually. But yeah, that's kind of I think he might also be on this album. I don't know why I didn't write that down. But uh yeah, obviously they love Big Star. I don't think they'd be the same band if they didn't love Big Star as much as they did. Mm-hmm. You can hear a lot of big star influence.
0: That uh, I was mentioning a little bit about the production, how it's uh, very 80s. There's a lot of reverb, especially on the snare. And I, the snare is a very small snare. It sounds like a piccolo snare. I don't know if it is, but it's got a very, very poppy, small sound, which is uh, there's. It's a very distinct sound, but I, it sounds like they're jacking up all the reverb on it to make it sound bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it doesn't sound bad, but it does sound very manufactured.
1: I guess out of place. Yeah.
0: yeah. Lot, like, because, uh, for my, uh, album I released like, a couple years ago, my drummer used a piccolo snare and he it's a very snappy sound, very small. <clears throat> it's made a lot for like drum fills and a lot of quickness. Um, I personally like big echoey snares, big sounding stuff yep. where it, there's less, t- you hit it less times because every time you do hit it, it's very, it has more of an impact. Um, but I, I realize that like you can't, if you're using a piccolo snare, you ain't going to get that. Just fucking yep. accept that it's a small sound and work with that here. It sounds like, like these songs aren't fast songs. No. And then you got
1: things like nightclub jitters.
0: That's a beautiful song. <laughs> it's like a nightclub song. It's very not, not modern nightclub, but like a jazz nightclub. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then uh, I'm going to play a little bit of the let because like, I, Again, the legs. So uh-huh. I'm going to play a little bit because I feel like just my words can't do it just I really enjoyed it a lot. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. It's like great, like, replacement guitars. It's like heartbreaking but upbeat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So his voice still has a lot of that that soul, but it it's it's not as uh, energetic or passionate as before. Yeah, it's not like on the brink of breaking. Yeah, yeah. He still has a really cool voice though, even when he's like toned down.
1: Also for like Beautiful, beautiful y- course. Yeah, for being like a trio it doesn't sound as em- like you would think it'd be like a huge difference, but it isn't.
0: Uh, so th- for one, there's there's guitar overdubs, so it sounds like two guitars, but there isn't any more interesting interplay. Mm-hmm. And I think that was introduced last album. Like there wasn't a whole lot, even though Bob was still there, there wasn't a whole lot of interplay. Because uh, like, I mean, like we were saying, the, the drop-off from Let It Be to Tim is so, like they stopped doing a lot of things. A lot of things were, were gone. Mm-hmm. And the cool, interesting guitar interplay was already gone. So it doesn't feel like uh, that jarring to not hear it here um
1: there's there's so many like random things here too like red red wine it's yeah. not a cover song <laughs> it's not no i don't think it was but it, it, i th- i saw on the first time i listened to this album forever ago i was like did they fucking cover also watch i didn't even realize the ub 40 song is a cover song wait what it's a neil diamond song which one Red, red white.
0: Oh, okay, man, I'm getting all. Oh, my head is so confused. Right
1: and now. then, yeah, the replacement song is nothing to do with either of the songs. Okay, the s- same title. Okay,
0: that's uh confusing and annoying, but
1: yeah, yeah, I still dig the song. And then, um, I don't know how popular it is today, but back in the early 2000s, a little little teen. Teen comedy came out called can't hardly Re- wait yeah. inspired by the song by this song the most like and there's probably like a million like like annoying pop punk bands which i also forgot about like replacements probably helped create that genre a little bit
0: a little bit It was a lot of uh 80s alternative
1: rock but yeah that they kind of just, created it's just like one of the most 2000, early 2000 movies ever. And yeah. it's inspired by a fucking replacement song. So. That, is,
0: that is bizarre. I did not know it's that. I knew I recognized weird. the name from somewhere.
1: Super weird.
0: The jokiness is at an all time low. Like would, The closest thing.
1: I would say shir- Shooting Dirty Pool. Shooting Dirty Pool.
0: Yeah, the closest things are, are the songs I Don't Know and Shooting Dirty Pool. And both of those are still pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. They don't feel that jokey. They're jokey ish, but uh they still kind of hold up and i dig that i think like the 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 weakest song by far for me is Nevermind,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and even that one it's it isn't it is it, i like it more than 16 blue okay like so that's why like you're this, wrong <laughs> hey man hey man hey man no uh so like again it doesn't reach the highs of let it be but it also doesn't reach some of the lowest for me mm-hmm. so it's just a solid album if you look i really want to get this best but you need to start with let it be like if you haven't heard you need you have to start with let it be and then go to this one Mm -hmm. because
1: it's it's real damn good i agree obviously yeah so next where are we at now we're in 1989 this is don't tell a soul
0: don't tell a soul to listen to this album
1: are we going to have a tribe called Quest? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> In
3: my wax, love, hair, my Those
0: acoustic cards are real up front.
3: refuse. Tonight, tonight, we're going to take a stab. Come on along, we'll grab a
0: So for, uh, for people listening to the audio the only, cat, so the cover is
1: uh, eyes, Paul Westerberg's we face. Go. Looking real well, introspective. It makes me think that maybe this was mostly laying him at this point. I w- it wasn't. Come on this is on, a group effort.
3: Really? Really?
1: Okay, out okay. All right, all right. It's not... It's not an awful song, but I got I got to give it worse album. Same, I heard this. And then from here on out, whenever we unanimously agree, it's this a, tri- a tribe called Quest. Yeah, yeah, a tribe that's, that's Q- the first time it happened.
0: That was the first time it happened. Yeah, this is a <clears throat> not
1: great. So they bought in second guitar player Bob Dunlap. Uh, Westerberg was not happy with the sound of this record. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, it's. Obviously not as adventurous as something like Hoot Nanny.
0: No way.
1: <laughs> uh aren't really like any bad or big bold choices made on this none. album. I would say damn near none. Um this kind of feels like replacement's comfort food. Yeah, it's tired. So it feels it sounds very tired. Um will inherit the earth that's like if You 2 was cool they would sound like what I think is the worst replacements album. Man you must hate You 2 I fucking hate You 2 Really? I fucking hate H- that. You know what
0: to, to deviate just a tad I didn't know how I felt about You 2 because I hate the idea of You 2 so much.
1: I hate everything and about then, them.
0: Then I listened to what everyone regards as the best Josh album U3. and I did not care for it <laughs>
1: did not care for it at all if <laughs> so. they ever fu- like the coolest U2 song is a song off the Batman Forever soundtrack uh, thrill me kiss me hold me some shit like that that's like the best if it ain't seal I don't know it dude that song hey, I, th- that song also slaps this is a fucking Ooh. you know what I don't even know if it's a hot take Batman Forever soundtrack un- great, great soundtrack great soundtrack Up there with the Mortal Kombat soundtrack (laughs) of fucking weird 90s movies with great soundtracks. Uh, Anyways, getting back to the replacements. Yeah. Akin to B is considered, even though they've been flirting with country, it's considered like the first like, also we kind of skipped over this like. They're considered, like, one of the first alternative bands. Yeah,
0: they definitely sound like it. Yeah. Real early on, too, they
1: sound like so, it. So, yeah, Akin <clears throat> to be is considered, like, the first alternative band to do, like, a country song.
2: Mm.
1: And again... But they've been dabbling with country-western stuff for the longest. Same here, but for whatever reason, that song... Maybe because they were more popular now. Mm-hmm. Um, And again, there's still a lot of double entendres on this song. I still think his lyrics are still great. It's Mm. just that heartache and pain is missing. I do not like his voice as much.
0: Mm.
1: It's just,
0: it's missing something. This is all eighties radio rock. It's man.
1: Asking me lies is the, the, the most eighties for sure. it, It
0: absolutely is. It sounds like a, like a less good version of uh what is it? Uh, Train in Vain by The Clash mm-hmm. which is on London Calling and I don't even like that song <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, didn't do it for me like uh, what's, what's, what's it called I can't read it uh, Anywhere's Better Than Here
1: oh that song I got so excited because it's it starts off so yep. abruptly and I got excited and then if this goes back
0: it, it is the standout track and even then it's not that good
1: <laughs> like, Um, I think I'll Be You could have been like an earlier song but it's this like it doesn't have the scratchy vocals. It yep. doesn't have the dirty guitar. And I'm this again, I'm going to say it. I'm not I'm not against bands evolving or changing. But if you're losing something while evolving and changing, that's not good. You could lose stuff. But as long as you're you're gaining other other things, mm-hmm. this is gaining
0: glossier production. I don't care for much for that. It's all, it's all very inoffensive. Uh, I wouldn't call it any of it terrible. hmm. But. Man, when when your band is like really good and you become inoffensive and boring, that's
1: a uh that's almost a sin into itself. Yeah,
0: yeah. It makes me what like what the hell was happening? Uh, I don't know when the deaths happened, but I know deaths happened. Mm-hmm. I think was it Bob who died? Stinson, I believe he died. Did he? F- I'm googling this. You're doing. You're not doing a job. No, Alex.
1: I'm not doing my job. I This kind of like read about the albums i didn't go over the band's history this time so i'm glad you uh
0: uh he yeah bob stinson i think went off the deep end really hard and he died in 1995.
1: uh okay so after yeah it was, it was after
0: yeah after after the replacements um but and I, I know tommy became like pretty heavy drug addict or alcoholic or something like that and mm-hmm. he was obviously doubled by the fact that it was like a family thing well, cool brother, thing more than a family thing, and then ah, uh, these guys are just fucking addicts, That's man. That's sad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, yeah, the music industry is not kind to addicts. It is the worst possible place for them, and boy, are they all over the place.
1: Imagine if being like a musician was like being a sports team, where like you just like got dropped from your label and shit if you like. Oh, yeah, fucked up. If you failed the drug test. It would
0: be a lot less uh, maybe deaths. For sure.
1: I think the issue with that, especially now, is so much shit. Would this be self-published or like... I mean, it already is just because there's
0: so many people.
1: But yeah, I always thought it was interesting how we hold uh, athletes to a uh, different standard than musicians and actors. It's very bizarre. It
0: is interesting, too, because of how similar they are in terms of this the competitiveness mm-hmm. the luck the the millions of overpaid dollars yes. <laughs> per per musician and player uh, yeah that's interesting i guess because it's not considered cheating if you're a musician Yeah,
1: i guess there's that aspect but like if you show up high on lsd to a basketball game i don't think that's an advantage <laughs> either <laughs> That
0: would be absolutely terrifying.
1: There's a uh, documentary about a baseball player who pitched a perfect game while he was high on LSD.
0: Oh my god!
1: Yeah. Oh my god,
0: that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's still. It's this like one of those things. I like. I need to watch that, and I haven't that's done it. Completely insane.
0: Good god! But anyway,
1: that Anyways, is our, that is our that, worst. Uh, yeah. yeah, that album is so boring. We started to talk about base. ba uh. fucking. Drugs, drugs. We're drugs. talking about drugs. All right, so
0: we are at the sports. end of our end of our journey. Uh, we are at the final album. This is 1990. All shook down.
1: Oh, that's a fucking whoa! get <laughs> the crap out of me. I should have known. Better production is a la- lot, or not, not better. No, I would say but, this is weaker production, but like
0: different, weaker, and I don't know, weaker in different ways. <sighs>
3: I still wear the clothes I'll let it play I'll it let it play but It brought you down Yeah to watch so you
1: go I really miss those vocals
0: Yeah, they haven't been the same since Let It Be, really
3: blood, blood, <laughs> it I'm
0: going I'm sorry
3: <laughs> Around your neck when you lost You wouldn't make a sound but I could hear your little heart grand, And i wash your face of
2: off the ground. Mm-hmm. It's
0: almost. Around. There it is, talk. What are you going to say? <sighs>
1: it's And I don't mean this as a compliment because I hate social D. It's almost like social distortion.
0: Social distortion? I like the first album. I think it's real good.
1: I've never heard. A oh, social, so you n- don't no, even know. No, 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 no. You wouldn't even let. The, I'm sorry. Go on. I was going to say, I've never heard a social distortion song where I went. That song was the perfect amount of time. They're always five minutes too long.
0: You are 100% 100% correct. One million percent. Mm. Mommy's Little Monster, I think, is a fantastic punk record that is way too long. Way, way too, too fucking long. But the songs are real good. Yeah. Other than that, I'm not going to back them up. Um, I thought this album was significantly better than the one before. Uh, still very sad and it's missing things and it's mm-hmm. not what it once was. The production's a little wonky, especially the drums. It sounds like not... There is... Where I was complaining about too much things happening, too much uh, post-production stuff happening on the drums before, and now there's too little. Uh, but the songs, I feel, are much better way more interesting uh way more moods way way more um kind of how they because every replacement record kind of ticks all the same boxes we're going to do the the ulti upbeat thing and then we're gonna do a, some ballad stuff here we're gonna do the, the country western inspired thing we're gonna do the rock and roll thing they all kind of do that mm-hmm. in different ways but they all do that last album they kind of didn't Here, they're back at it again
1: yeah it's like you said i just pretty much agree with you uh slightly better but it's i still don't like it um ironically they the music video for when it began got nominated for vma really i fucking wait what's it What song um when it began
0: i fucking don't like that song at all
1: well like little, it got nominated for vma ironically uh, um yeah hack, they, wait, they think, made videos i thought they hated videos i know and again i ironic. still think the lyrics are real good um Sadly, beautiful features your good friend and my favorite Velvet Underground uh, multi instrumentalist John Cale. John Cale,
0: what? I really love that song, and I he's don't like really, John. K-
1: he's really reined in. I'm gonna play a little bit because it's, it's a good ass song. It is one of the standout songs on the album. It's aptly titled too. He, he is well behaved on this song.
0: Yeah, there's like lap steel and cellos going on. It's fucking beautiful.
1: Well, yeah, that's probably him doing those.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, for sure.
1: But imagine if his vocals were like all shaky and broken, how much better it would be. I
3: know. I know.
0: But the lyrics to this are like super fucking... They fuck would be hard, man.
1: Yeah. I think the title track is also worth uh-huh. listening to. Mm.
3: God damn. This is... I almost. So sad this is
0: really nice. Those lap steals. Uh, when the cellos come in, it fucking destroys me. That's all
1: John Kale, baby. I I, I know. <laughs>
0: I hate him. I hate his music, but I think he still can play. <laughs> Contrary to what I. All the shit I talked on the Velvet
1: episode. Yeah. Um. Fucking attitude! I was getting some some Rod Stewart vibes from Really, that. what if that album was just like stripped down acoustic album? I think what, it would this have, one. This one. Uh, I think it would have been better. Hypothetically, I like the energy that it has on
0: it. I think nobody's real fucking good. Mm-hmm. I like that one a lot. It was pretty energetic. um But th- I do agree like that the the really ballady stuff, like uh, the last, I mm. mean, it's in context it is so much sadder because <laughs> this is the last album it's like taking into account the band's history and you know, all the drug use and then it's the last song of the last album And it's called the last and it's super fucking sad
1: ah this yeah. whole album really is fucking sad it
0: makes me sad this whole it's not that it all sounds sad it just i feel sad when listening to it for mm-hmm. sure yeah
1: Oh, man. So, yeah, that's their their last album until, like, 2012. They recorded an EP. Oh, they did? Called Songs for Slim. Who who
0: played on it? I didn't uh, even know let's that. Let's see. I'm a fool.
1: As well as that, they've done a few shows from, like, 2012 to 2014. Mm-hmm so yeah on the ep it's chris mars tommy and paul westenberg okay westerberg westerberg <laughs> you were you were doing so well throughout the whole I episode westerberg it's like you gotta cut you gotta cut yourself off yeah you gotta say it real quick westerberg. 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 westerberg yeah um so they did that i did not listen to that but uh they did that they've done shows with uh john frisch on uh on drums and billy joel from Billy Green. joel Armstrong, oh. Sorry, Billy Joel... Uh, Billy, the Billy Joel? No, Billy Joel Armstrong. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, that makes a little more sense. I've, yeah, of course.
0: Have you ever noticed they had the same kind of eyes,
1: Billy Joel and Billy Joel Armstrong? <laughs> no, I haven't. Just kind of <laughs> similar names. Um, yeah, so kind of interesting they did those shows i also this real, i didn't realize tommy was in Gun, guns and roses for a little bit really? that's fucking wild
0: that is what really couldn't have been like good era i mean like how like like <sighs> recent guns and roses with with fat axel faxel Oh
1: faxel oh faxel when was tommy what did it say we're like, <laughs> how
0: unprofessional is it? We're reading on the world yeah,
1: 1998 era. Guns oh, that's era. rough. Yeah. That's, that is not great. But, dude, fuck
0: yeah. Still yeah. making money, playing music. It's just not dead.
1: It's just not a good day for me, so I'm reading to you guys off the wiki wiki page. and mm, yeah, the uh, wiki page. But, weird. uh, yeah, I would say great albums up until... They aren't.
0: <laughs> I like this last album. I think it's pretty good, but you know, it, it does, not of course, doesn't reach any of the highs, but you know, I think "Please to meet me is surprisingly fucking great given how late it is. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's a good band. They're a good band. I don't know what else to say.
1: Good info. We've, I feel like we do this a lot. We do a lot of your favorite bands, favorite bands. Yeah. on This podcast. Yeah. I think, I think as part of me, part of, well, part of me, I don't know about you. I think we like the the underdog, the yeah. the unspoken heroes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, so we're gonna keep keep on doing bands like this. Yeah,
0: I mean we'll take obviously we want suggestions, but it's not as interesting to talk about big bands. Like Led Zeppelin was fun because I'd never done a deep dive in my entire life.
1: And well, they're one of my favorites. So yeah. I-
0: but like it's it's bigger bands, like we we people that know what, them and people talk about them
1: I ran into that wall on the Jimmy Hendrix Episode where I said what is there Like what can we possibly add, add Yeah to it um, And then yeah I feel like We don't have Do we have a date for the husk? The Husker, Husker Do's it's kind of perfect That we do Husker do At a later date because They're on SST yeah. Minnesota Punk what a better way To like cap it off Is like they kind of tie in a few threads we have going on for yeah. the podcast. Yeah, SST,
0: Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, so. They're coming actually real soon. Who's going to be coming out real soon?
1: So, so, yeah. Keep an eye out for the... Uh, again, they're kind of like uh, cousins... Like I said, they kind of tie in some threads we've we've yeah. talked about. So, they're kind of like cousins and cut from the same cloth as uh, Black Flag and The Replacement. Yeah. So... Uh, so. Thank
0: you again. Actually, you know, let's recap before I we gotta forget recap. We've got to It's the everything. most
1: boring recap ever. Oh, yeah. Our picks, <laughs> both of our picks. What's our best album, Alex? That would be Let It Be. We're Basic Bitches on this podcast. 1984.
0: It's still so good. I still think everyone should listen to Please, Please to Meet Me but let it be you got it if you don't know start there it's real beautiful also because
1: their picks are boring i also their first their first album sorry ma forgot to take out the trash yep and who nanny and tim are also do and the
0: stinky pee stink oh yeah it's it's real good too real good uh and our worst is Don't do- Tell a Soul. 1989, I believe.
1: Oh, before you, you wrap it up, because who's who's getting last? Ah. Or can we kind of sync up like we did on the cockatoo twins? <laughs>
0: cocktoe, Alex. It's cocktoe. Cocktoe twins. You son of a bitch. That is a recurring <laughs> joke from fucking two episodes <laughs> ago. Uh, okay, so in my hmm.
1: just all right just off the top of your head what song do i do i feel what song do i feel i might feel it too uh in
0: because i i don't want to cry but it in my heart it's answering machine
1: okay you know what i'm fine with that Which,
0: which one were you thinking see
1: no i'm all over the place uh-huh. like i th- no i think it, it's got to go to you because i want to play a million songs. okay all right
0: so thank you so much for listening and watching uh if you like us share like subscribe leave reviews comments all the things that will help quite a bit and uh you want to suggest an artist for us to talk about bicker about disagree about fight about send all that to every album ever at gmail.com and uh check out the replacements playlist on Spotify. There should be a link in the description of wherever you're listening and watching uh, as well as everyalbumever.com. Uh, so like I just said, we're going to be putting on answering machine from let it be. It is bring out the tissues. It's a, it's a fucking good one. It's a real good. Uh, and I love this band and thank you all so much for supporting and all the things we enjoy what we're doing. Holy shit, it's nighttime now. We started when it was daytime. This is a long episode, I feel like. (laughs) I have no idea how long it is. Yeah. Uh, So, thank you for listening. See ya!
3: The big town's got its